I gotta tell you the truth. This whole Tara Reid situation as it unfolds, it's no longer to tell you the truth. It's really no longer about whether Joe Biden assaulted her or not. That's been made clear by the Democratic Party and their allies. Um, I'll be very honest, I have no idea if Joe Biden assaulted her or not. Not a clue. I'm taking my political goggles off. I'm taking uh, what I feel about Joe Biden politically, uh, which I don't think is a secret here, uh, because I don't really think you should be, uh, any of us should evaluate claims of sexual assault based on what we think of a person politically, what we think of them um, as a person. You got to look at the facts uh, of the allegation, you know, uh, because the bottom line is just because somebody has done terrible things politically, just because somebody is a warmonger, just because someone is a servant to the corporate overlords, uh, doesn't necessarily mean they push somebody against the wall and against their will uh, penetrated them with their fingers. Uh, some of you might not like me saying that, but it, I don't know if he did it or he didn't. And the truth is, neither do you. You might feel he did, but that doesn't mean you know he did. But what I do know is clearly, and it is exposed for the masses, uh, the folks from Wokeback Mountain, the folks that res res reside at Wokeback Mountain, uh, that would be the Alyssa Milanos of the world, let's name names at this point, uh, that would be all the hashtag resistors out there. That would mean, um, you know, all the Democratic Party politicians that were front and center. I'm talking to you, Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, at the time, Kamala Harris, all these people that, you know, believe women, believe women. And with a, and by the way, I actually do believe Christine Blasey Ford just because I saw her testimony and it seemed she was sincere and I didn't have a reason to not believe her. However, the very criteria that all of these Democrats had when it was Brett Kavanaugh, who I have, not, I have no, no like, liking or need to defend Brett Kavanaugh, but the very criteria that they had when it was Brett Kavanaugh Oh my God, that, that criteria is thrown out, out the window when it's Joe Biden. When it's one of us, when it's one of us who we are depending on to retake the White House, we are depending on to preserve our power, we are depending on to keep the money train flowing. Well, you know, believe women, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, she got to say her story and now let's move on. It's not even hypocrisy at this point. It goes much further than hypocrisy. This, what, what we are seeing, and if you're living under a rock, I mean, the Democrats and the Dem Democratic Party, not the party, but all the hashtag resistors who were champions of Me Too, they're now calling for criminal investigations, FBI investigations of journalists who dared to report Tara Reid's allegation first. They're basically calling to cancel any journalists, any activists who are putting forth her story. Again, I don't know if it's true or it's not true. I'll tell you, like I told you the other day, why I'm inclined to believe that Biden and his campaign are trying to hide something, but it would be 
not sincere, it would be not genuine, and it would be unethical of me to tell you for certainty, yeah, it's true. Honestly, and some people might not like it, but I'm just gonna be honest, believe women was a bullshit thing in the first place. Let me be clear what I mean by that so it can't be taken out of context. I don't believe anyone, a woman, a man, or, or somebody who's glow in the dark, just at face value, and neither should you. And I think that the Me Too movement, which started out so strong and pure, I believe, um, kind of conflated the women's rights movement and equality in the workplace and equal pay for equal work and all the things that we do need for women, who are the majority of the country, by the way, with sexual assault, rape, and harassment. Those are, those are two different things. And I don't think we should believe any woman just because she's a woman making an accusation. But what I do believe is if a woman comes forward and makes an accusation, and in graphic detail, the person that they, especially somebody who's in public life working for president, has to have an answer other than it didn't happen. So the onus, I don't think the man is guilty by default, but I do think there needs to be more than it didn't happen and a coordinated, massive coordinated effort by Democratic Party machine, Democratic Party PR operatives, Democratic Party, uh, I mean, this is like a coordinated super PAC response you're seeing on social media the last few days. The, just the shaming of Tara Reid, investigations of journalists who have reported this, um, cancel this calls to fire a journalist who, who put it, you know, did put out a story that uh, apparently came out not to be true. Um, and she apologized on Twitter and took it down. Fire her. Um, that, you know, the New York Times calling for the DNC to appoint a neutral committee to investigate this. That's like calling for Debbie Wasserman Schultz to show up at your commune and, you know, with a, with a, a peace necklace and, and some hemp. It ain't going to happen. So, no, the Believe Women thing started by Alyssa Milano and these other people, they never meant it deep down. I'm not saying they're bad people, but what this is showing is when, actual, when, when movements are hijacked by celebrities, when movements are hijacked by political operatives whose ulterior motive is, also, is always number one, power. Remember, remember, Al Franken, who had allegations against him. Why was Kirsten Gillibrand coming out so quickly? Why is the Democratic Party coming out so quickly against Al Franken? Not because, who by the way, called on, said yes, have an ethics investigation. Why did they go after him so quickly? Was it because they truly in their heart believed he did something wrong? Or was it because they couldn't have the vulnerability of Al Franken while they were trying to take out, take back that Alabama Senate seat against um, the names escaping me, the alleged, oh, Roy Moore. The Democrats could not have that vulnerability because that Senate seat in Alabama, which they won through Doug Jones, all they cared about was we got to get 
additional power. We've got to pick up another Senate seat. That's why. That's why they threw Al Franken under the bus. Who, by the way, it seems like he did do some inappropriate things. Was it worth him having to resign from the Senate? And by the way, if Kirsten Gillibrand, you know, the, the Me Too warrior, said Al Franken needs to resign right away, oh, she comes out now, I believe Vice President Biden. I have faith in Vice President Biden. Yes, believe women. She's been able to tell her story, and now it's time to move on. How the, how the goalposts have moved, ladies and gentlemen. And that's because this was never about truly changing discourse, changing uh, the zeitgeist, and making men more accountable and less barbaric. This has been about power. That's not to say there aren't female empowerment activists on the ground, uh, reproductive rights activists on the ground, uh, sexual violence prevention um, and, and justice activists on the ground who truly mean it. But the Alyssa Milanos of the world, they don't mean it. The Kirsten Gillibrands of the world, they don't mean it. Because guess what? If they've had... Let's, let's, let's look at Alyssa Milano. And by the way, calling out Alyssa Milano, not good for status quo. She's shared our stuff in the past. She's probably not going to share it now, but I don't give a sh Because the Empress has no clothes here. The Empress has no clothes. So Alyssa Milano, who it was believe women automatically, suddenly, because Joe Biden was nice to her at a bunch of fundraisers, and because they took a few selfies together, and because he whispered in her ears something, and because, frankly, I'm calling it right now, she obviously wants to run for office at some point. That's very clear. So now, believe women is not just believe women. It's hear them out. And then, if it's just he said, she said, and the guy being accused is our only hope of taking out Trump, well, you know, well, at least she got to make her case, and now we have to move on. This is the emptiness, not only of what the Me Too movement has become because they've hijacked and destroyed it, these people, but it's the emptiness, the hollowness, the hypocrisy, the substance, the substanceless of our entire political system. That's why Bernie was so rare, and yes, I got my problems with him right now, uh, I'm not abandoning Bernie, but that's why he was so rare, because he's one of the few that actually means what he says, that wasn't uh, putting forth talking points fed to him by consultants, that wasn't a seasonal champion of women. And by the way, it could come out, it could come out in five days from now. Tara Reid made the whole thing up. She's a, she's a disturbed person, and she made the whole thing up. There could be proof that she made the whole thing up. That could come out. And that wouldn't change anything that I'm saying. Because this is, this, is now, this is now about more than whether Joe Biden did this to this woman in 1993. This is about our opposition party or our supposed opposition uh, party doesn't actually stand for anything. It's just a conglomeration of a bunch of politicians bought off by banks, fossil fuel companies, big real estate firms, big pharma, Silicon Valley, special interest groups, think tanks, 
who say one thing when it benefits them and say a whole other thing when it doesn't. At this point, I'm not even sure if two or three other women came out alleging assault. If they wouldn't just dismiss it as, you know, a Steve Bannon, you know, Fox News operation. Because they don't really care if Joe Biden assaulted women. They don't. Kirsten Gillibrand doesn't care. Tom Perez doesn't care. Honestly, I don't even think Obama and his minions care. It's, I'm going to show you uh, the latest and a really cringeworthy interview by Tom Perez. Uh, This was uh, a reporter, I believe, from the Associated Press. Uh, Oh, no, New York Times. Tara Reid canceled her interview with Fox News, uh, claiming that she was getting death threats. Her and her child were getting death threats. I don't have any reason not to believe that, seeing the, the venom that is on Twitter right now and has been in the last few days aimed against her. Um, then the Associated Press, which frankly seemed like they wrote whatever the Biden campaign fed them, again, talking points to try and discredit her. First, they put out a headline, uh, Towery did not uh, sexual assault or sexual harassment not mentioned in Biden complaint. Then Tara Reid tweeted out, this is false. Then they changed it to, I didn't use sexual harassment in Biden complaint. What this story is trying to do is basically frame it. And again, this to me, because I've worked in media, this, how it works, the campaigns, the politicians, the spin artists around them, Feed the journalist whatever the framing they want, and the journalist dutifully repeat it. So what they're trying to do is basically make it so if she didn't use the actual term sexual harassment in a complaint, then it discredits her. Even though, by her account, what she described is sexual harassment if, this, if the complaint exists and if she described this. Right. I remember, quote, I remember talking about him wanting, I remember talking about him wanting me to serve drinks because he liked my legs and thought I was pretty and, made, and it made me uncomfortable. I know that I was too scared to write about the sexual assault. So Ryan Grimm, who broke uh, major parts of this story early on, tweeted out, this is consistent with what she told me and others about the complaint. Ryan McHugh, who wrote about for Business Insider about the neighbor who corroborated that Tara Reid had told her about this alleged assault in 1995, two years after it presumably happened. This is consistent with what she told me about the complaint as well. So the Associated Press reported this as some big like, oh, we got her. She didn't actually, in the complaint, she didn't say anything about assault or sexual harassment using the quote sexual harassment. Okay, but what does it matter if she used the term sexual harassment? It's the sentiment of what she was saying made her uncomfortable. By the way, even she had said, I didn't bring up the sexual assault then. I brought up things he was doing that made me uncomfortable. Uh, She didn't use the phrase sexual harassment. It doesn't discredit that she might have written a complaint and talked about Biden 
basically saying things that objectified her. So this is the kind of uh, gotcha attempts to discredit her by essentially moving the goalposts and putting in things that she never said she said. She never said, I, I said it was sexual harassment. Almost as a way to show she's lying. So let me show you uh, profile and courage Tom Perez leading with his values on this. I want to start with Joe Biden did have days to prepare for his interview about Tara Reid. He denied the allegations and urged the National Archives to release any alleged complaint from Tara Reid. But the archives said they are not responsible for records like that. Biden now says in a formal letter that he was mistaken that it was at the archives and asked the secretary of the Senate for help. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden has been very clear, Martha, that this did not happen. He was forceful in that, and he's been equally clear that when women come forward with complaints of this nature, they should be taken seriously, their complaints should be investigated, they should be treated with dignity, and he's done exactly that. He called for the Senate uh, to release any documents they have. She indicated that she filed a complaint. Joe Biden wants that complaint released. He is an open book. He understands that it's important for the information to get out. But, he but Mr. President, I want to stop, I want to stop you right there. Biden also says he will not release documents from his years in the Senate. Now at the University of Delaware, because they don't contain personnel matters, and he kind of brushed aside suggestions that a search be done of just Tara Reid's name in those documents. The New York Times editorial board called for the DNC to convene an unbiased, apolitical panel to review portions of of Biden's papers saying his word is insufficient to dispel the cloud. Your communications director has called that idea absurd. Why? Well, listen, there's been so many investigations of this, of the vice president. The most, the most um, comprehensive investigation of the vice president was when he was vetted by Barack Obama in 2008. I'm very familiar with vice presidential vetting process. They look at everything about you. They looked at the entire history of Joe Biden, his entire career. And I'll tell you, if Barack Obama had any indication that this there was an issue, Barack Obama would not have had him as his vice president. Barack Obama trusted Joe Biden. I trust Joe Biden. And those investigations have been done. Now, let's talk about Delaware for a moment. The University of Delaware and any university that takes somebody's uh, uh, documents, they're taking their policy documents. They're taking their speeches. They're not taking their personnel records. And in fact, but, if but I why not the, just search uh, terror read in those documents? This, this is like the uh, Hillary emails because there was nothing there. And the reason is, if, if I'm going, I worked, I worked on the Senate Judiciary Committee in 1995. The ranking member was Joe Biden. If you want, I wasn't working for Joe Biden. I was working for Senator Kennedy. If you want to see my uh, personnel records, you don't go to the Kennedy Institute. That's not where they go. And so when you ask the University of Delaware to take a look at something, you're asking them to look for something that doesn't exist. And the fact of the matter is that... The president of the United States, the former president, Barack Obama, conducted an exhaustive search. And, and that was Biden 2008. Open I, book. I, Again, I don't have a lot of high standards for cable news shows. That was relatively um, grilling, um, Tom Perez. But the obvious question, 
if it's not there, what was them? What was Biden campaign operatives looking through? The Business Insider reported they went to the University of Delaware and they looked through his records. If if it's so, if it's such a certainty that there's no personnel records there, what were they doing? Smoking a doobie in the closet at University of Delaware, opening boxes? It's laughable. And by the way, we've already played this game because Biden, during his Morning Joe interview, had said uh, it would be at the National Archives. The National Archives said we don't have personnel files. They would be at the University of Delaware. So it's, 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 it's like, uh, you know, it's like these cases where the state blames the city, the city blames the state. Or you call one doctor and they say, no, you got to call this, you got to call this office. You call that office, they tell you, no, you got to call the original office you called. Well, if it's definitely not at the University of Delaware, what's the big deal with allowing, by the way, it's laughable that the New York Times is calling for the DNC, which at this point, I think is a criminal uh, enterprise. The DNC will appoint neutral arbiters to go check this out? No, 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 no. I'm not letting the police investigate itself. The whole thing is laughable. Biden campaign did not dispute Business Insider that they already sent officials and operatives there, potentially as recently as March. So around the same time that Tara Reid was doing the interview with Katie Halper at first. Nobody, nobody has an explanation for what were they doing there. If, the pers- if, if zero personnel records exist at the University of Delaware, why were his campaign operatives sent there? But again, as I said in the beginning, it doesn't even matter if they find the complaint because he's just going den- to ha- – they'll move the goalposts further. Oh, well, you know, the Obama administration – the Obama campaign didn't – you know, vetting doesn't include going through nearly 2,000 boxes uh, at the University of Delaware. So, yeah, they might have missed this. And, oh, maybe she made a complaint – and maybe Joe might have made a comment offhand that made her uncomfortable. Uh, but that was, you know, almost 30 years ago. Times were different. And the vice president apologizes if he ever made any comments to her or anyone else. They'll move the goalposts, even if, even if a complaint is found. Because they don't care if Joe Biden pushed her against the wall or anyone else. Here's what they care about. The two options. They care about defeating Donald Trump so that they could have a Democrat in power. And they care about making sure progressive never gets in power because it's all about the money. I, I give you this story. Perfect example. Organizers for the 2020 Democratic Na- National Convention in Milwaukee spend nearly $4 million in nine months, up 15% from 2016. Newly filed federal records show the DNC Convention Committee has already spent more than $3.9 million doing prep work for the national event since July 2019. That's up by some $500,000 over, over what the committee spent during the same nine-month nine period in the run-up to the 2016 Democratic National C- Convention in Philadelphia, a 15% increase in, in expenditures. March was one of the busiest months by far for the DNC Convention Committee, which paid out more than $870,000 on planning, payroll, and consulting. Because consultants got to make their money. 
And most of those consultants are also CNN contributors. No conflict of interest there. So this is what it's all about. It's keeping the money. Oh, Joe Biden did some bad things towards women. Well, Trump is, Trump is worse. And by the way, Trump has done awful things. There's enough allegations against Trump to know he's done wrong. He's done reprehensible things when it comes to women. I think when you have 14 to 20 allegations, they're not all lying, even though the media has let Donald Trump off the hook in regards to that. But it doesn't matter at this point if they find, if, it doesn't matter if they find uh, a complaint she made. They will change the discussion. They will move the goalpost. It's, it doesn't even matter at this point, I think, if another two or three women come out, they'll, they'll call it a Republican operation. Uh, they'll, they'll say it's the Republicans with the Bernie bros because they don't care. They don't care about um, protecting women, maybe on the margins. But if protecting women means having to sacrifice power, having to sacrifice the money train, Kirsten Gillibrand, she just showed it. And by the way, if you don't think Tom Perez and all these other people coming out saying Joe Biden has already been vetted, Go ask Obama, go ask Obama and his campaign, which Donald, uh, David Axelrod, who is Obama's senior advisor, put that out on Twitter. That's called coordinated talking points because this response, which is aimed to smear Tara Reid, is a political operation. 